0: Welcome back to another episode of Who's Listening with me, Leon Andrews. As always, I'm here. I'm doing my thing. But today I got someone with me. I promise y'all we were gonna reschedule, and I got her here. Now, granted, I had to use a Pokeball to capture her first, and then I released her, and now she's here. Nami, say what up.
1: Hey, what's up? How's it going?
0: Everyone on the Twitter feed is saying what's up. Back. Although I'm not that sophisticated in my podcast yet, so there are invisible Twitter people that are saying hi. Show us! Oh, come on, you guys, grow up! Really? <sighs> they they want to see your Digimon card collection. Come on, guys, grow up! <laughs> it's time to grow up. Digimon, we're we're Bakugan now, or is it yokai? What's the popular one now? Is it it's yokai, right? Yeah, I think it's yokai. It's yokai. Okay, all right, groovy, groovy. So a little bit about Nami, and she could talk about it herself a little bit further, is that she is a hiker. Now, you're like, what is that? And I'm saying to you that she hikes in, like, the woods, and then sometimes she scales mountains and whatnot, but she can explain it better than I can. So, Nami, go ahead. Elaborate on that.
1: Yes, I am a hiker, and whenever I tell people that I hike, they're like, what? Like in the woods? <laughs> are you no, I
0: hike uh, in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh yes,
1: I hike even in the dumpster. I dumpster dive. I do all oh, I'm like, whoa whoa whoa. Uh, it's now... like, whoa <laughs> So so I just explained to people that, you know, it doesn't have to be in the most elaborate setting. And some people they correlate hiking to just in the mountains. Of course, if Mm. you're just hiking in the mountains, then they would call that mountain hiking. However, a lot of us hikers just really only say hiking. It could be, you know, in a park in your area. It can be somewhere in the luscious caves overseas in Hawaii. It can be in the smoky mountains in Tennessee or along the range of the smoky mountains. It can be... Anywhere, really. I've seen people hike in Iceland on the volcano. They literally hike next to a volcano that's shooting up lava. So <laughs> you know, it doesn't really have to be only on the mountains because okay, the landscaping here and overseas it it varies. Even here in Florida, because I do majority of my hiking in Florida because all right, that's where I reside. And if I have a time, I'll take vacation time, I'll go out of the state of Florida and just explore. Okay. And I just love exploring new areas anytime that I go, you know, you know, out there hiking because I want to see something new. I want to feel how it feels to be in a new area, to feel one with nature mm-hmm. and to see new landscaping, new types of flowers. I've learned a lot about flowers, (laughs) birds and animals. And it just broadened my horizons because you may hike somewhere where there's a short incline, Mm -hmm. and then it ends up being very flat. Or you may end up going up the mountains, and it might be really cold at the bottom. And then just the temperature changes once you go up the mountain. It's just so many various landscaping. And whenever I see different hiking trails, because I like to explore different hiking trails, especially on this app called All Trails, I like to see what the landscaping looks like. Some landscapes are very bare. Others are very lush and green. Mm -hmm. Then you have snow and then huge mountains that you have to literally climb. That's part of the trail. It's just so fascinating how the landscape changes. Especially when you do long treks, when you're hiking for days on end. So that's what really brought my fascination and interest into hiking is just to explore the world.
0: Yeah, and then be one with nature. Which, oh my goodness, which I'm like, that is like profoundly beautiful. it's like all, all, yeah. That's all I'm thinking right now. That, that's profound. Uh, the uh, me and wife are we're talking about doing a little bit of light camping at some. Festival that's happening in Plant City next month, so we're checking that out. Yeah, yeah, we're we're checking that out. And then at the same time, there's another little kind of like a mini convention that's ha- that happens in right not too far from from Plant City, Bartow. It's literally called Sci-Fi Bartow, and it's free. It's a free event. They they take up how the way it was explained to me is that they take up this this block this four blocks of main street Bartow, and it's all sci-fi stuff and then there this year uh, uh this year a person that I talked to said it's going to be heavily star wars themed this year they said and we were, we went we we're just like all right let, we'll we'll check it out we'll we'll check it out it sounds fun so we're, but we're going to do some light camping that that same day at this thing called Zenfest in Plant City so that's something to to look forward to but you were saying You uh, mountains and whatnot, like you haven't run into mountains here in Florida, because as far as I've seen here in in this state, it is flat.
1: Oh, there's mountains in Florida. Are you serious? Go further, yes. If you go further north, okay, towards like northern Florida, like Jacksonville, close to no further north. If you go further north, close to Georgia,
0: okay, where
1: you're close to Georgia, then that's when you'll see some mountains out there because there's actually this underground cave up there in North Florida where, where you can go underground and explore these caverns North Florida, And yeah, it's in North Florida. I believe it's the Florida cavern state park or something along those lines where you can go there and it's around, I would say 10, $15 and you can, take a cave tour underground and it's similar to a cave tour that you would take in tennessee or georgia if you were to go underground i don't think that they're doing cave tours right now Uh underground in certain areas because of the snow right now which would flood the caves so i know yes because when i was in the smoky mountains with my friend and we were hiking it was around November of 2020, and we we made it to this underground cavern tour just in time before they closed for the season because they were telling us that when it snows, it just floods the cavern where, you know, and the actual water rises right when they're about to open the door to go down the steps to do their cave tours. So with these caves, there are off seasons due to, you know, on um, the weather and snowing, but I know that the cave in North Florida, it probably shuts down a little bit, probably during hurricane season, but it's a beautiful, <laughs> a cage. lot of <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And the water is, I would say, I think the guy told us it was 94, 95% pure and no. we actually drank the water. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. And the cavern water is very pure. It's good. I've even had mountain water when I went out hiking. It's really good.
0: Oh, where'd you where'd you get mountain water at? Was it in Zephyr Hills?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm drinking Zephyr Hills right now, so I do like the spring water. Okay. And okay. Um, it was actually in Georgia. Um, I went to the Amicalola Falls, which is this huge waterfall trail, and. North Georgia, and it kind of crosses into the Appalachian Trail. And sometimes you see through hikers there checking in or staying in the lodging area around that trail. But that's where I actually had the mountain water.
0: It was really good. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. I I, highly
1: recommend it. I have to take water.
0: (laughs) I got it. The wife and I were discussing where we want to go for our next anniversary, and that's not until October. But we'd like to discuss it as soon as possible so we can get things set in place. Set in place. Right. Mm -hmm. And we were gonna go to Tennessee, but that may not exactly work out because the whatever my stepfather has up there seems to be booked up for the rest of this year. And we were. Interesting. Well, I want to go back to Tennessee because I, I. I did have an experience in Tennessee, and I don't really remember much of it, and I would love to go back and just re-experience Tennessee as an adult, with my wife, of course.
1: (laughs) That's what I did when I went to, well, I actually went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It was shortly before Thanksgiving weekend in 2020, and it was the perfect time to go because there wasn't so many people there. And we got a chance to explore the mountains, explore the landscapes that are kind of flat where we ran into elk, a herd of elk, with baby elk. And that was really fascinating because we didn't feel as if we would ever see elk there because it depends on where the herd is going and whatnot. Right. But it was the perfect time because it was fall. It was cool. And... Just the color of the leaves changing in the mountain. It's so beautiful out there, and I feel that you may be able to still book a hotel, or if you really want to go hard, a cabin. Oof. A lot of people go. Wife would love to do a cabin, Tennessee? She'll... <laughs> well, and will she
0: do a cabin? Oh, she, do... she oh will... yeah, she'll do a cabin. She'll do a cabin. I would
1: love to do a cabin, but those are kind of hard. So you will have to try and book those in advance. However, there are hotels where you can stay and book it, and Mm -hmm. then you can just explore the area. Um, Some really good areas are Pigeon Forge, where they have a lot of the shopping and other areas that you can explore. But I really love Gatlinburg because you really have to go up the mountain, and you get a whole nice view of the Smokies shortly before you enter the city which is on top of the mountain and it's so beautiful there's tons to see there lots of exploration there and there's so many trails there that it's hard to do everything within a short amount of time however i still want to go back and explore more of the smokies but i do also recommend north georgia okay where the blue ridge mountains reside because if you go to north georgia and And if you and your wife want to, let's say, drive to Tennessee for a day, well, drive there and just stay for a day or two, then you would actually be maybe around a two-hour drive from Tennessee. Okay.
0: I'm texting texting her this right now, actually.
1: (laughs) Because you're so close to it. But it's just so beautiful. I would say my favorite season out of all would be fall and then mm-hmm. my second favorite would be spring. I love the springtime.
0: Yeah, I I'm with you on that one, sis. I'm with you on that one. I do love me some fun. I do love me some spring. Don't care for summer, don't care for winter. Way too hot, once too cold. Oh,
1: that's... yes. Winter is not my favorite. Time not a fan. Of the year. I was I was born during the winter time and that's probably why I hate it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You're uh yeah, that's right. Your birthday just passed and I I, I what well, you know, it, audibly verbally happy birthday good for you good for <laughs> Thank you. you
1: yeah no. i'm just glad that i live in florida because we don't Sword. have to worry
0: about snow
1: and we get beautiful weather all year round and people think that we don't have seasons down here which
0: we do even you, you know that you have to look in the right <laughs> places might. to see them though you're not looking at oh, the right yeah. angle
1: <laughs> that reminds me i saw a picture that i posted on my story that my friend sent me and it was a picture of the state of florida showing all four yes. seasons in one. Did you see that?
0: I did see that. I was like I looked at that and I went I was I, I wanted to say something go oh lol facts again but then I would have saw oh, it would have been the same thing I said to her last post she sent so I don't know.
1: It's so true because But it is kind of true.
0: In,
1: yeah, when I was living in North Florida, it got extremely cold because I used to live in Pensacola a long time ago oh. for you know, maybe a year and I lived by the beach, and then I was on the border of Alabama. So even when you cross the border and go towards Alabama, you know, it really got chilly. And I never saw snow there, but those temperatures do tend to drop. And it's so weird because if I go further down to, you know, Ruskin or Apollo Beach, it gets warm by like five or 10 degrees. (laughs) I'm like, from just driving an hour out? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's crazy and it's still by the water
0: you know I, I mean i was just in tampa earlier today and it was kind of chilly and now i'm back in i'm back in clear water and it's definitely colder by a couple yes, more degrees is. and it's I, maybe it's just because we live a little i live a little bit closer i have two bodies of water on either side of me i got tampa right. Bay i got the tampa bay and then i have the gulf <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it was 51 degrees and i was gonna go hiking today but i decided not to because it just looks so dreary outside yeah I thought it might rain cloudy yeah yeah you don't want that I, <laughs> yeah i tend to follow the forecast so i can know because sometimes in florida florida rain is weird you know it'll be sunny in one spot raining in the next city over or if you're out there walking your dog right. or just taking your kids to the park it might just rain on you all of a sudden you're like what Wait, i thought it was gonna be
0: sunny it said 15 percent chance rain 15 percent chance rain did they mean mm. to say 150 percent chance rain i'm telling you i <laughs> thought
1: it was gonna rain yesterday and me I was- too So bummed out because I could have went out, but it didn't get sunny around until around three or four. So I decided not to go because, you know, it's going to get dark. It's going to get dark by 45. Yeah. So it's not even worth it to go out. But I try to go out when it's nice and sunny because again, it is pretty chilly and I don't want to be out there when it's cold because, well, when it's raining because it just makes it colder outside. But I have hiked in the rain especially in the in the mountains when I was in North Georgia, when I was in in Tennessee, because you can't predict the weather. It'll be, you know, maybe 20 degrees at the bottom of the mountain. And then as you're hiking and you get halfway, it might feel like 70, 75. And then when you get towards the top of the mountain, it ends up dropping in temperature. And then, it, and then um, your hair may get wet. Your clothes <laughs> might get drenched because it's all <laughs> around you. And then... You know, smell of pine and rain. Mm. And then you're thinking, geez, like, I feel like the weather is just changing as you ascend the mountain. But it's the beauty of it, just exploring and just understanding that this happens.
0: Right. I mean, if you're going to go outside, expect to get a little dirt. You're, you're going to have to expect some dirt. You're going to expect some stains, some grass stains, and, and, and all the things that happen from being outside as opposed to being at home in front of your cozy tablet binge watching uh catfish uh I might be, oh my god i might be drawing on my own life because that's what, <laughs> because that's exactly what i'm doing right now well that's what that's what that's what Haley's doing right now she's watching she's binge watching she loves catfish and i'll watch it with her and i just sometimes i watch this episode these episodes and i go man people just don't have a life
1: <laughs> I finished the whole series a long time ago because of the whole everyone working from home, you know, during the yeah. pandemic. So what I love to do is, just, you know, just have some background noise. I guess it tends to get very quiet when you're working, even, even when you have your headphones on, or if you're playing music from your Bluetooth speaker, you know, oh, yeah, you want more oh, yeah. than that, because that gets old. Sometimes people use a fan. That has some noise, some background noise to make yeah. it seem like it's not too quiet. But I like to play random series in the background. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play a random series in the background that don't require my full attention so that I can still concentrate on work, but then go, ha ha, you know, Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. To work. you know what I mean? But it's, you know, it makes me feel like
0: there's people in the
1: room with me when I watch I a TV that. show or, you know, like a drama.
0: Right. But something you I I'll always tend to put on something that I used to do it with the office. I would binge watch I love o- office. Right, it's like it's a binge watchable show and it's a show to fall asleep to because I it's a mostly it's mostly a dialogue verbal gags versus visual humor. So there's never a time I really have to be looking at the screen to see what's happening to a laugh. I can right. just hear it from the dialogue. And I've seen the episode so many times that I already know what's going on. I can already picture it in my head. Now, because The Office is no longer on uh, accessible streaming services without a subscription to The Peacock, which I'm not going to do, I I have to now fall back on another show. And I've been doing that now with Bob's Burgers on Hulu. And I love Bob's Burgers it's another show where I, could can just listen to it and I already know what's going on. I don't have to. I don't really have to pay attention. I know what episodes happening. I know what Jean and Louise and Tina are gonna get into, and then the B story with Bob and Linda and sometimes Teddy. And I don't ever have to pay attention to that. I just look up and go, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, this part's funny." <laughs> <laughs> Clickety 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 clock click on my keyboard.
1: <laughs> I know one series I just finished binging, which I could not get off my couch. It was such oh. a great series. It just it just came out. Um, I want to call it a horror House? kind of thriller. No, not House. Archive eighty one. Have Arch- you heard of that?
0: No. Wh- on- wh- what's it on?
1: That's that's on Netflix.
0: Okay. Archive eighty one. Called-
1: Yes, it's called Archive 81. It's about this guy. Uh-huh. He, he takes old, I want to say he, well, he takes like old tapes and he tries to pretty much restore them. He restores videotapes. He restores cassette tapes to bring them back to life. And in the series, he's hired for some kind of specific contract type of job for a, a certain amount of time. And this guy tells him that, you know, some people died in, in a fire at this building, you know, can you restore this tape? Can you restore this collection of tapes and, right. and video? And he's like, Okay, but why, you know, so he's unfamiliar to what he's getting himself into, as he's, you know, I would say, taking apart the damaged tapes from the fire and then putting them into new cassette tapes and then fixing and cleaning off the film and then playing it, you know, through this computer that, you know, can still take videotape and whatnot. So he's watching the footage to make sure everything is, you know, you know, restored and correct. So he's learning about what happened to these people. It kind of has elements of found footage because the camera pans into a found footage type of sequence where you get to see what's going on, on the actual footage. And then it takes you to where you can see it from the character's eyes. And then you can see what they're going through in their daily lives that are not captured on the footage. And then it flashes back to how he's taking in all of this data. And then he's translating it to his employer Trying to figure out what's going on, what happened to these people, what did you get me into, what am I really here?
0: Oh, you know, okay.
1: Because he has to stay at this one location, this one building in the middle of nowhere, and you know, just restore this data within a specific amount of time. And then he ends up seeing this girl on the footage that he ends up connecting to. I would say he has some kind of like connection with the girl where he wants to figure out what happened to her. So that's pretty much the synopsis for it without giving out any spoilers, but it's only on Netflix. Oh, I just came
0: out. I appreciate that. That was very well explained. I'm, I'm into oh, yeah. it. I'm it's already so I'm good. already wanting I'm already gonna add this to my list of things to watch because I, I just
1: highly recommend it. Each episode is maybe forty five or I saw it. It was 50,
0: 57 minutes long per episode. At least on average it was like fifty seven, fifty six episodes, fifty six yeah. minutes. So it's 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 a sit down. It's a sit down definitely. But it sounds like it you keeps on the After- edge of your seat.
1: Oh, yes, it does. I mean, when I finished watching it, (laughs) I was just done with Netflix. I'm like, I have to get up and do something, walk (laughs) around, go outside. I don't know how people can binge watch so many series all the time. Like, I used Uh, to do it a lot when I was a kid when it came to, like, Japanese animation or one of my favorite cartoons if there was, like, some kind of marathon. But now, since I'm older, it's like my mind is I, I on wanted, I different to, tasks now.
0: Yeah, I want to create a little bit more. I I, I get you. It's like I want to put. The, I'd rather binge on creating something than binge whatever is on Hulu. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, that, you know, I, I get you. know. <laughs> I get you. Yeah, I, it will.
1: It will always be there. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, not only that, I'm always paying like t- I'm always paying thirteen dollars for for non commercial Hulu, and then of course I'm grandfathered into my dad's. Netflix account and his Disney Plus account, and then I just got, uh, I just got, what's it called, Paramount Plus. But I'm about to end that subscription pretty soon because I don't really need it. I don't want. I don't, I wouldn't say I don't want it, but I don't really need mm-hmm. it. The only reason why I'm I have it is to watch Star Trek. But when I want to watch Star Trek, I'll just pay them the money that I want for that, and then just make sure that entire month that's all I'm watching is Star Trek related right, stuff. Right, right. And then mm-hmm. just cancel the subscri- subscription again, which that's it that's all i that's all i really needed for other than that i'm, I'm trying to get things done I, I i write i write up my blog posts i write i do the i got into voice acting i've been doing voiceover work you know i got i got the nice. oh yeah you know i i got some things i, I actually the uh the other day yesterday actually uh I, I say actually all the time i notice, and i have to stop that <laughs> oh, i even actually, mentioned it in the last episode actually. that i say too much <laughs> and I have to, and, I'm, and that it's a New Year's resolution to be very mindful of how many words I use way too much, and that is.
1: People th- will probably count how many times you use the word, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, or like, or throwback, or throwback quiver shots, or something, or. <laughs> but I was yesterday. I was inside inside my studio here, a uh, studio, good old studio ninety five, as I like to call it, and I went onto a website called Casting Call, and they do they are looking for. It's a place to find. Voice acting, writing work, audio engineering, music compo- composition for projects that are out there. Some of them are paid, some of them are not. A lot of the times, you're not going to find a lot of paid. That's as far as I found yesterday. There was there, were, you know, every project. I think it was about every eight projects, you found one that was paid. And but I said <laughs> I'm here to get experience. I want to make a re. I want to make a demo reel. And and usually when you make a dem when you audition for for other things you can use what you used and use that as a part of your audition reel so people can see your range. And yesterday I did a few. I did for two different projects. One was a sort of a paranormal, uh, yeah, it was a paranormal supernatural audio audio drama. And then the other one, that one was paid. Then the other one was this animated series that this person wants to do with anthropomorphic animals. And that one was free. That one she's not paying anybody, but I said, Hey, hmm. it's experience. I'm will I will take experience where I can get it because the only other voiceover experience I get is from doing this show, but it's just me using my sort of my vo my voiceover or VO voice, kind of a kind of a radio host. Personality type voice. It's as opposed to being like, "Hey Nami, what's up, girl? Yeah, you doing, you girl?" I appreciate. appreciate. <laughs> See, that's more of my casual right. voice, right? That's like, "Hey, yo, no, right, it's good." Right. Now, I've been playing a Nintendo Switch lately, and I gotta tell you, man, Resident Evil One is the shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 as opposed to this voice, that's a little bit more in- enunciates words, and it's very prolific and articulates certain verbs and adverbs and adjectives and uh, parentheticals, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> (laughs) oh god
1: and and i and i actually noticed it more because i used
0: to work for
1: a broadcast uh, station so i had to learn why they spoke that way yeah where they enunciate every single word even when they went out in the field to record I learned so much about that industry and how they interview people and how they get their point across in their messaging.
0: Oh yeah, you definitely have to enunciate your words during doing doing audio work, specifically anything where your voice is the main focus. And even when I'm doing these voices, you know, the other day I did this one where I had to be a nervous character. The because in the in the projects they tell you this is the character. And then they give you a couple of lines to use for your audition. And then they always have an emotional direction. They'll say sarcastic, say this, and then be nervous and then say this. Another one was bitter recalling the past was another one. So you had to really channel a a number of them, but this one that I did yesterday, I really liked and I kept it. I went, I'm gonna add that to my reel. I was playing a nervous character and that was the the character was nervous or anxious and then i had to do that and i had i read the lines and i and i remember just really liking the lines and how i was saying it even my even my wife listened to it and she went oh that's really good i, w- I really hope you get the part for that i'm trying to see if i can find it and and share it with you cuz i have it actually i have it on a public on a public dropbox right now let me see if i can do it let me see if i can do it mhm no, you know what? It's not even on my Dropbox. It's on my OneDrive. That's right. I don't want to see if I can share Oh, okay. Let me see if I can share it with you and then, and you can listen to it in your little, th- in your on your end, see what happens. See if like, you'd be like, oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Public. Yeah. Hold on. I got you. Hold on. I got you. I'm sending it right now. Boop. All right. I just sent it to you. Let's see. Let's see if you can access that file. Oh, right now? Yeah, I think I just sent it to you. Yeah, 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 I Just like, as for shits and gigs, I don't know. See if you can access it. See if you can actually hear it through, through. Uh, even though you're on a call right now.
1: Let me see if I can hear it.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be really low, though, because you have the call going on.
1: For a moment there, I didn't believe that it was you. No, for real? <laughs> I was like, who's this guy talking? I'm like, oh, wait, that is him. <laughs> it doesn't even sound like you because your voice Change like you morphed your voice to sound nervous, and that right. sounds really good. It sounds as if I'm listening to one of the podcasts on Apple or Spotify because I do listen to, yeah, some paranormal ones or uh, like some of the other like podcasts that I, that I love to listen to are yeah. horror stories, short stories, or sci fi ish. Oh, yeah, I got you. Really use the atmosphere. To really draw you in, and then like you hear multiple voices, like you do sound really good for like a sci-fi type of you know.
0: Okay, uh, see if I can find so Hopefully, I can find another project. I'm gonna let I'm gonna, This is gonna be like a new thing because I still have the writing that I have to do that I'm doing on this side, and I need. Mm-hmm. I actually I'm gonna start looking. I'm gonna start looking for more proofreaders, and then eventually I'm gonna look for advanced readers where I'll send it to them with the promise that hey. Leave me a review. And I I would rather you be honest than just give me five stars. You know, like, I would put you on that list, Nami. I got you. I'll send you this book. I think you would like it. Cause you're a fast, okay, yeah. you're you're a fast reader. Cause I remember you read. I, I remember I lent you some things, and you read it like really quick. I went, damn, that's
1: this book. That is... reminds me, I'm reading Saga. I'm almost done reading Saga. Oh
0: my god, Saga! <laughs> I want to read I that so. Faster, I want to read that so bad. Saga is a very. Uh, for those who don't know, Saga is a story, a comic series, written by Brian K. Vaughn. And if you don't know Brian K. Vaughn, he wrote a number of other series, which include, I believe. DMZ why the last man and i know he's done some marvel comics up i for the runaways which is and i loved all of those and i heard he wrote this new series years ago years ago and it's been popular ever since its first issue and it got it blew up but where are you in saga right now what issue
1: i am actually on volume 7 okay. because they have it up until i believe volume 8 So I have the last two and I don't know when the last one comes out because I've been searching for volume nine, but I don't know if that's going to be released because Uh on Amazon they have short little volumes, Mm -hmm. but I have the um, actual books that are composed. So I don't have to get the short comic. I can just read them by volume. Yeah. Okay. I got you now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at the, well, I'm at the part where the girls like grown up almost.
0: Okay. Yeah, the little girl yeah. from the two different... Okay, so yep. mm-hmm. my understanding mm-hmm. for what people have told me, it's about these two different tribes that are essentially two different races that have really, I believe, they have beef with each other. And then two people Correct. from the different... Two people from those tribes got together, have a romantic, and then they have a child together. And then it's about them running away and surviving.
1: Correct. It's about okay. them running away and surviving and trying to live a life where they can be happy and when they can raise their daughter.
0: Okay. okay. Because
1: they're not supposed to get involved with each other. And then, you know, since they are two different races, it can also pose complications yeah. health-wise. Oh, yeah. So that was also um, a thing in the comic, but they end up having a beautiful, healthy daughter. Uh-huh. So they're trying to live their lives but they're constantly on the run being hunted down because they're being targeted for a numerous of reasons and they're just trying to live a normal life without people judging them and then trying to teach their daughter what's right and what's wrong and in the process it's an amazing comic it's very good it's very graphic i've heard graphic I've heard. It's very mature. Like yes. there are some pages where I'm like, whoa, <laughs> zero to a hundred real quick. <laughs> but I know why they did it in the comic because I read comics all the time. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I know why they said it this way, why they illustrated <laughs> it on the page this way, but it's addicting. So I was reading it maybe I think when you told me about the comic
0: oh man you yeah. got me into it you know it. the funny thing is i tell people about comics or stories or books that i have the intention of reading and i never read them and they go and they go yeah i've been like how the way you're doing it right now and say oh yeah i'm super into it and i haven't even read the first two issues it's <laughs> so good i hear I have, and i want to read it so physical... i should just i pull the trigger i'm just gonna i'm just gonna buy it I'm just gonna buy it
1: yeah i have like two physical copies because i purchased it in a book form And then I ended up buying an iPad and I started Mm. downloading books for, well, um, books through the Kindle. Because it's actually cheaper. It saves on the binding and and like the paper. I hate wasting paper. So I prefer digital over anything when I'm reading. Yeah, same here. And 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 then I also have a Nook with the Nook app. So I also have books through there as well so i'm just going back and forth and i have a real problem of downloading books when they're on sale so i did girl (laughs) same years ago and then i i would say as of end of last year i had you know free time and i was like okay let me go back and start you know just go back and yeah reading this series (laughs) and then it got very addicting and then i uh actually just recently i got into another comic through webtoons have you ever heard of an oh, yeah. app called Webtoons? Yeah, I know So, of it. So I've had that app on and off. And I never really got into any series on there because, again, I have Nook, I have Kindle. Yeah. You know how it is when you have all these apps. Oh, yeah. App. So I saw maybe two weeks ago that Netflix was airing this zombie series, this <sighs> Korean zombie yes. series called All of Us Are Dead.
0: All of Us Are Dead. Yes, it's and a web... that
1: comes out. Yeah, it comes out this Friday. So Mm. i I decided to read the comic through Webtoons. So I went on there, bought some coins, (laughs) started
0: reading it. Oh my god! I mean, it's one
1: hundred and thirty volumes, and I'm on volume eighty, I think.
0: Nice. The funny thing is, I think that's the third show Netflix has adapted from Webtoons. The other one is Sweet Home. Is the other one? I
1: did. Yeah, I did watch Sweet Home, and I think I read. Half of the comic on webtoons, and then I heard about all of our star dead. What was the other one? I'm trying webtoons? to. I
0: can't remember what it is right now. At the moment, I can always find it afterwards on the show because I usually will always in the descriptions. I, I put corrections. I go hey. Oh but, okay. Got so you. I'm usually good about making sure if I go and do research that I, I'll put it in and go. No, this was meant to be this at this time. I apologize for my wrongness. <laughs> but right, right, uh, yes. I remember when Invincible came out, was it, yes, it was last year when they premiered it last year, Invincible with the superhero, the superhero animated show on Amazon prime. I got so excited because it's another Robert Kirkman. And if you don't know, if you guys know Robert Kirkman, you you might know him more from the walking dead. That's the series that he created Mm -hmm. with two other guys, uh, Charlie outdoor. And I can't remember the other guy's name at the moment. And he had this other series that he did called Invincible. Have you have you seen or heard of Invincible, Nami?
1: I've heard of it briefly through some of my friends, but I haven't watched it yet. Okay, you're mentioning that it's on Amazon, right?
0: I will. Yes, it's on Amazon Prime. Do you have Do you have Amazon Prime? I think. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I'll check okay. it out. Okay. The best way to describe it: it's a superhero show. takes place in in America, but at some point, and this is how I really describe it with my friends who have read the comic. It is an American version of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Straight really? up. Okay, because... And I'll explain why. It's because of the race. The superhero... Because the, this it's about a character. He's a teenager. Turn, and he's in high school. And he learns at a young age that he is half alien. That his dad is an alien from another planet. And he beca- landed on this planet. Fell in love with it. And became a superhero for the planet Earth. He tells the main character... That one day his powers are going to manifest and he will become a superhero just like him, his dad. Well, you know, this is kind of a spoiler alert, but it happens at the end of the first episode. The dad's not a good guy. And then it's about Mark, the main character, trying to really get a hold of his own superpowers and how having so much power doesn't mean you're really strong. And the alien race that he's a part of, which are the Vulture myths, I cannot help but draw similarities to the Saiyan race from Dragon Ball Z. I can't. Interesting. Yeah, and and, okay, and here's one of the other things, and I don't think they mentioned it on this show, but I can say it here, is that the way the Vulturements, the way they get stronger is by being beaten to nearly dead. When you recover from that, you become more powerful. And I go, that is exactly the lore from Super Saiyans. Every time they get beaten up to a deadly pulp, they come back stronger when they heal. That's the whole point. Or
1: uh, even when they overtrain in the hyperbolic time
0: chamber. They overtrain
1: and get Tired they end up like Becoming much stronger
0: oh my god Yeah and then this series does not Hold punches and I love The fact that in the adaptation they're doing the same Exact they're really capturing the spirit of How the fact that it's not your average Superhero based Animated show there's a lot of violence a lot of Gore and I really appreciate the fact that Like I said before he's he's, He's powerful But he's not strong He realizes really quickly that Just because he's got super strength doesn't mean he's actually strong enough to save everyone sometimes. And that's something he learns the hard way at some point. And he learns that lesson pretty much often. And then it's about his decisions on how he can make the best optimum decision to save people. It gets super interesting. I've cried so many times reading the comic book. And I remember as soon as the series came out, I started started re-binge reading it again back in 2020. And then mm-hmm. when I heard the series is coming out, I I went all right. I gotta resume bid reading again. So I just did all that again, and then I finished the series last year, just after all the episodes of premieres. I finished it, and I cried. I cried like a little girl. I went. That was like. I'm like. That is like one of the most logical endings I've ever read in my life. Oh my god! <laughs> I knew I'm gonna
1: cry then because oh. now you've like captured my interest
0: right? by reading it
1: and then also checking out the series. How long is the series?
0: It goes on to. Issue 171, I want to say. It goes up pretty far, and it spans... Okay. Like, it spans... The comic book spans, like, 12 years, but the series... The story itself, I think, only spans, like, maybe 500? Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he
0: learned... Because that's the other thing that you learn about their his alien race is that they at some point they age slower than your average human being.
1: It's almost like Goku. Exactly. Because, I mean, he didn't really... Whatsoever. Like, neither does, kind
0: of, but not really. Not neither does Vegeta, and that's why Bulma gets mad at mm-hmm. Bulma gets mad at him. But yeah, I've been yeah, that's a good series. I I always recommend. I always recommend people read that if they want to read a really interesting superhero comic. But I gotta get on. I gotta get on Saga right now. I'm reading. I'm telling you, Saga so good. <laughs> I, girl, I gotta get on it. I gotta get on it. I've been telling people to read it. people have been reading it, picking up on it. And I just need to just pull the trigger and read it myself. I'm I, right now. I have so many other books that I'm just starting to just read. I am starting. I'm 130 pages into Battlefield Earth, which is, a, I think, a 900 something page book, and it's Whoa. yeah, and it's it's not a graphic novel. It's text, and and I gotta be honest, with you as someone who's seen the movie, which is so terrible, by the way, and right, I'm reading right. the I've seen it. <laughs> and I'm reading the book. First of all, I always when I hear the one character, I always hear John Travolta's voice in my head, and it's am like, ugh. But uh, I um. I'm reading the series, and I go, you know, this would work better as an actual streaming, like an actual episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just, it should be real episodes, because all the stuff that I'm reading that happens, that happened in the movie, only actually is, actually, oh my God, actually, happens around about eight months in the book, and I'm only 130 pages in it. I haven't even got to the part where, there, other, All the other things that kind of go down in the movie I haven't even got to that point yet But I'm only at the part That's a huge commitment Trying I got, to read such a huge book you Girl know? I mean I read The Stand And I mean when I read The Stand What? I, yes, you
1: read The Stand? I don't know a lot sis. of people who have. I read that a long time ago,
0: sis, and
1: I've thought about going back and reading it because, yeah, I, you know, I heard that they're making a series out of it, right?
0: I, th- I think they already done. I, I think they already made the season one. I thought that already came out, but I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I have to
1: check it because I did hear about it, so I'm not sure if because I haven't seen any trailer or nothing like that on socials. So I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. If there's but I did read somewhere, maybe last year, that they were going to make a series out of The Stand. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope you guys do it really well. Because, because that
0: 1994 version was yep, exactly. terrible.
1: And that's the only version that I have in my head is from that era. Yes. You know what I mean? Girl, girl, <laughs> that's same. That's the
0: only version I know. Oh, wait, found it. The Stand, the post-apocalyptic the po- post-apocalyptic fantasy streaming television ser- mini series based on the 1970 novel The Same Name by Stephen King. Came out. It's... Oh my god. Now I really need to keep my Paramount Plus account. It's on Paramount Plus! When did it come out on Paramount Plus? La- uh, Technically, I was going to say last year, but technically two years ago is when it came out. It came out in 2020 and it premiered, I'll tell you right now, December, what? Se- December 17th, 2020, and the first season ended in February 2021. Now, is there? That's it. That's oh my goodness. That's it. That's all they have. They only have the one season. It's only nine episodes. I don't. Does it cover all of it? Okay, because I'll tell you right now, sis. Here's what happened with me when I read this, stand. I read the quote-unquote director's cut. Where it said in the back, it goes a hundred an extra hundred fifty thousand words that were originally cut out in the seventy eight edition. Wow, I read all that and it was a lot. And I remember, I only remember some parts of it, but I I remember the key parts. I remember the 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 sabotage the explosion the who goes over to the bad side who goes over to the good side and then what mm-hmm. who sacrifices themselves at the end who lives at the end what who has a baby and with who that's I can remember those key points but everything else I don't really remember so big book
1: like, yeah it's just like me having to go back because um I would say maybe. Four years ago, I want to say four years ago, FX was airing that series called The Strain. Yes. And I got into that because I was already reading the book because I had the actual text formatted version of the book and then I had the graphic novel. And the graphic novel was so much better than the actual book, but you get to still visualize what they were going through. And then when I was watching the TV series, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, okay, this isn't so bad. I uh, I would have to go back because I stopped watching the TV series to jump into the novel because I believe there was some hiatus and the mm-hmm. next season with, that was going to come out shortly later. So I went and got the book and read it and found out what happened towards the end. But that's a great great book
0: the strain great book that's the one mm-hmm. about the where it's a vampiric virus that goes out right right where,
1: okay where it infects individuals through these worms okay it's actually
0: through the worms where the worms can come out
1: anywhere Ooh. and they can go into your eye if they go into your eye like you're screwed oh yeah you're, you're screwed so
0: that sounds really good
1: person who's infected doesn't have to bite you to get you infected a worm can just crawl on you and get you in, and just get you infected. Oh, and God. then you start to change and lose hair and all all that jazz. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's insane, but it's a great graphic novel. Oh. I kid you not. It hooks okay. you in.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. I, I got I got I, I got some things on my list now. That's what it sounds like because I got other things that I'm trying to read as well. I I picked up this other book called God God's Shard God Shard God Shard. There we go. By this guy, I met him at a I met him at the Central Florida Comic Con two Saturdays ago. He and I hit it off and I read, here's what I did. I read the first nine pages of the book and I said, okay, pretty basic so far. I'm with you. You, you know, you give me the introduction. So I I skipped over to chapter three and I'm already reading about someone that got flayed and I went, okay, hold up. What? Whoa. <laughs> all right. No, hold up. No, someone got scalped. Wait, what? Who are these people? What? Well, I, and I'm just I'm like reading, I'm quickly. reading through this page to going, all right, I need to go back to step one. But what I'm reading here, I like. I like this. I'm gonna, I'm to keep reading this, <laughs> especially how the, uh, the main character overcomes his binds to, you know, to, to, to overcome the enemy really quick before he's rescued. I went, okay, this is, this sounds really good. And then the, the guy, the author of the book is also heading a, 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 a an action RPG of it as well. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to playing that at some point. And I'm telling you, sis, I was reading this book going, all right, this is good. It's called God Shard.
1: I'll have to look into that because when yeah. I'm done with All of Us Are Dead, which I'll probably finish that tonight because that comic is so addicting. Yeah. So addicting. <laughs> and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to finish it before the series comes out on Friday because I know I'm going to binge watch through that series just to see how they translate the comic into an episodic series. Right. It's always really Fascinating how they translate a Korean comic to Americanizing it on Netflix. I got so yeah, Yeah, I just to like Americanize it and translate it to an an American audience that will understand what's going on. Because I know when I was reading the comic, I'm like, okay, I understand that coming from the Korean culture, but how would they translate that in the series? Is it still going to be the same way as the comic? Mm -hmm. Same with the characters that are in there or are they just going to focus on maybe five people and not everyone because you have to keep track of every single person that's in the
0: story you do it, yeah and it yeah that's why I started learning here's the thing that I've been doing with reading especially large books such as Battlefield Earth is as soon as I finish a part a whole section of when I finish a section of the book I go back and I highlight the chapter or part five or whatever. I highlight it, and then in, I make a comment and I sum I sum up everything that happened in that book or in that section. So if I ever step away and I come back, I know exactly what happened.
1: That's smart because I know whenever I watch something, an episode on TV, or if I uh, earmark a page in my book or comic, I always if I just step away and read Even something else week. and come back you know i'll forget what i just oh read. yeah i have to figure out okay like what's going on like what
0: actually happened here i've restarted video games because of that habit where i go oh, oh no. yeah, I'll, yeah i'm gonna play this other game for a while and then i end up playing like two more games and i go back and i'm like i sit there going wait what
1: <laughs> right what was the quest what were you what, doing what was i doing Who, where was going
0: on <laughs> who's this person in I, my party
1: Yeah, I hate having to relearn a game. I have to go to the control settings and just figure out, all right, how do I play this again? For real. (laughs) It can be kind of irritating, but that's just what everyone goes through. You know, I haven't had to restart a game because I refuse. It's just too much time put into it to where it just consumes me. And I just have to just continue from where I'm at. And I tell myself, okay, I got this far, you know... I die. I have this much help. <laughs> I can get through this. I just have to like. I've got become you know like that muscle yeah. memory, and then you just pick it back up as if right. you never left the game.
0: Right, 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 right. I mean, I've gotten into the habit of keeping a game journal, or just keeping it a, a, essentially just a, a, a journal for video games. Especially when I'm playing something that is big as Final Fantasy or Shining Force, I will write down. These are the key plot. Just write down the key plot points. This is what's happening. Here's where, and then this is a lot. This is the one place where I was going. So if I do step away from it and I come back to it about a month, about a few months later, I know what to do next. <laughs> it's really that reminds
1: me. Does mm-hmm. your wife play video games?
0: Not not as much. Not as much as me. We were playing the Star Wars RPG game together for a while. The Star Wars, the Old Republic. It's the massively multiplayer game. But we stopped playing that for over a year now and I want to get back into it but she doesn't really play much video games unless I find something that she's you know what she's she could be quite the spectator and I'll give you an example I'm playing through the Walking Dead Telltale series on Nintendo and they're so Love good I know I the third one I don't I didn't really care for I liked it mm-hmm. but I didn't like it at the same time there's just parts of it there's just aspects of it that I didn't like and there's parts that I thought were okay. Yeah, this is pretty good. I I enjoy the story that you're telling here. But those first two games, especially the ending of the first game says I cried. I cried so hard. But I'm telling
1: you you have to finish it. I it's am. So I'm, I'm
0: literally on chapter we're about to start chapter 2 on the on the final season. I just got it the other day. She's excited. We're playing through so she likes to watch me play those types of games where it's an adventure games, and she gets intrigued. She even did that when I played The Last of Us on PlayStation. She was really into that story. She goes, oh, let's play play that game, play that game. But if I play something like Devil May Cry, she's not into it. She goes, ugh.
1: Pretty, oh yeah, yeah, pretty
0: boy, mm-hmm. pretty boy swinging a sword around, whatever.
1: <laughs> and does she um, help you make your um, decisions? As oh, well? yeah. Like, does kinda, oh yeah, I guess she kind of. Oh yeah, contribute.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, she she definitely weighs it. She weighs in on the decisions sometimes. She oh, most of the time she she uh, she always does. And really, it always lines up to what I was going to say. I go, no, bitch, shit. that guy had a gun. Let him have the food. What What was that? Gonna... <laughs> there was a kid in the room. Of course I was going to... And he had a gun, and he was pointing the gun at the kid, and the kid was pointing the... Mexican standoff with the little kid and the guy? Come on, man. Of course I was going to let him take the food. I'm sorry. Bite me. Yeah I'm,
1: yeah, I'm really big into those games where your decisions matter. Your decisions right? and your actions matter. So when I completed on the whole telltale games when they were still telltale
0: Uh
1: um and actually one of the what's his name i forgot his name but one of the animators or videographers actually bought telltale
0: right i was reading that that it got revived
1: mm -hmm, he's trying to like revive it uh, because he was so passionate about the projects despite the management and how everything went down with that um right studio I, he still wanted to revive it and bring it back so i give him props for that and he knows that it's gonna real. be a struggle
0: yeah but um well, he ported all those days, games on on switch yeah so that and i've been buying them just like left and right and other games yeah
1: Well, the other games that I recommend, especially for those of you guys out there who are really into episodic types of stories where your decisions and your choices matter and they carry over into the next episode of the series. I love the video games by Dark Pictures, such as Man of Medan, House of Ashes, until, well, until Dawn isn't through Dark Pictures, but that's another game that's oh. really episodic, where your, where your choices and your decisions matter. So I highly recommend anything from Dark Pictures. I played all their games, and they're very intense. And then also Until Dawn one and Until Dawn two are really good.
0: Okay. Yes, I'm looking at it here. It's actually so yes, Dark Pictures is a series developed by Band developed by supermassive games and published by bandai namco entertainment interesting okay mm-hmm. all right it's really good it sounds good how the way you're describing it girl i'm like almost the last one came I out was house all. of ashes
1: <laughs> i played them all yep i played that and uh-huh. they have another game coming out later on i want to say the double probably yes i believe that comes out when later on this year it says or this next year, year.
0: It's in parentheses, yeah. it says into it says 2022 is when it's going to be released. It doesn't have an exact date, just says this year. That's all.
1: And with that game, you really don't know what you're getting into mm-hmm. with that one because there's only uh maybe a teaser trailer and you still don't know what's going on <laughs> in the teaser trailer and that's unheard of for their games because usually when you watch any other trailers, you understand what it's about, what it's kind of about. But when you start playing it, then that's when you're like, oh, okay. And what's really cool about these games is you can play them over and over again to see Mm -hmm. if there's a different ending. Or uh, I believe they start you out with four or five people, and you can co-op it offline as well, where you can play between the characters. Uh And your decisions can either, you know, increase someone's friendship, or make them an enemy, or it can make you more trustworthy, depending on your response, and that also carries over into the next episode of the game.
0: Interesting. But
1: with these games, there's achievements where, you know, if you make every character survive towards the end, then you get this massive achievement, or the ending is changed. So when I play these games, I'm very methodical and careful on my right? on my decision-making because I think about, okay, what if I do make this choice and your choices are all timed. You can't yeah. just take your time. You can't take yeah. your
0: time. Yeah, it's The same way with all the telltale games, which I bought a, lo- I bought a lot of their games on Nintendo switch. Cause they had them on sale. So I bought all the walking dead. I bought the Batman games. I bought tales from borderlands. And I think that was it. I wanted to get, I don't think they had wolf among us, but I'm pretty sure wolf among us is- should be out there. And I want to play that. Because I liked fa- I like Fables. That's a good game. I like Fables. That was a that was a really good comic series. I never finished it, but I remember I did enjoy reading what I read. Cool.
1: Yeah, I know that they're trying to complete the second mm-hmm. Wolf Among Us game.
0: Yes, because
1: they were saying how that's the second most popular. Because of course, everyone loved. The Walking Dead, that is like the most emotional Telltale game I have ever played. Oh, my God. The Walking Dead, where I got so emotional, and I started crying, and I really bonded with the characters. I know, right? uh, Yeah. And The Wolf Among Us, that's good. Mm -hmm. You can probably play their uh, Game of Thrones version of Telltale. Yeah. It's a little... Well, the animation is not like the uh, walking dead or the wolf among us all the animation is different Mm -hmm. but the story is what i really cared about so when you if you ever wanted to play the game of thrones telltale game that's really good too you just have to get past the animation
0: Uh if
1: you don't like it but the story is what really matters when i play these games okay and that's really
0: good Mm -hmm. all right all right fair enough fair enough all right cool so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the. We're gonna wrap up the show. Is there anything, Nami, you want to plug in or wise words to give us?
1: Well, I would say any wise words going back to you know why I love to hike. I feel that hiking can make you a better individual. It can fix your mental health if you're struggling mentally with what's going on in your life, in your career, in your home take a hike. Literally take, take a, a hike. hike. I love Take it. a hike in the woods. <laughs> if you're mad at your spouse or your partner, take a hike, cool down. If you're angry, Hi. take a hike. So I always tell people, Oh, if you're angry, go take a hike, just a walk in the park, walk in the woods. It doesn't even have to be a long hike. It can be one mile, two miles, three miles, whatever. Just go out there, go in nature, breathe some fresh air, and it'll make you feel so much better. I know it definitely has changed me oh, wow. by just getting some nature every week. There so you go. I highly recommend just getting outside and just getting outdoors. It's very beneficial to your mental health
0: and if you guys want to follow her adventures like i have uh you can follow her uh at nami sunshine on instagram and that's n a m i so that's like nancy andrew mom india nami sunshine on instagram she does you don't have a twitter right <laughs>
1: No, no, I'm just on Instagram for right now. Yeah, and I may I, start a YouTube series, but I'm kind of <laughs> trying girl, to figure out some ideas. sis, but you got it. For right
0: now, it's just, it's just, it's just Instagram. Sis, you got it. Sis, you got this. All right. But if you want to see some really interesting pictures, I say go follow her on Instagram. She always posts. Like, she always posts some of the prettiest things and some of the craziest things. And I'll give you a quick example before we sign out. She posted this one place that's in Hillsborough County I had no idea of. That's some abandoned looking stuff like tractors and whatnot. I went, wait, that's in Tampa? (laughs) I had no idea. But yeah, I'm going to check Dead River Trail. It was the name of the place that. But yeah, check her out. Nami Sunshine. And of course, y'all can find me on my socials. uh, Alternative underscore Zen on Insta. And then Alternative Zen, all one word on Twitter. And then my blog, stillfoxes.home.blog. And you can always follow me. There, when I do all my posts and all my little fan fictions and whatnot, y'all can just come and read it. <laughs> Catch my vibes, man. <laughs> and then, just food for thought so you guys, little little happy news over here. Uh, some things that just came up in news recently is the Hubble telescope captured a black hole. Get this, Nami, not destroying things, but creating stars.
1: I saw that. I actually is that read crazy? that crazy? Isn't yeah, that, that blew my
0: mind. That blew my mind, too. I was just reading about that. I went, so there's black holes that can create suns. And here's another here, here's another one for y'all. A person in Alabama is the first to ever receive a kidney transplant from a pig. So let's see if this guy survives the year. Because I'm super <laughs> interested in knowing if a guy with a pig kidney is going to live to the end of his whatever his life is. And then finally, one thing I want to talk to y'all about is how... That NASA is going to try to divert an asteroid by launching a satellite into it to see if the ever in the case that an asteroid is coming for us and may be destructive, we can we can deflect it by doing this. So they're going to be testing that out this year in September. So there's your what? There's your news for that's your news for the day, everybody. Once again, you can catch Nami on social media on Instagram, Nami Sunshine. You can catch me, Alternative Zen, on Insta and on Twitter. This is Who's Listening. You did. Thanks.